Hey, welcome to Real Talk episode 42. I'm Todd, this is AJ. Hello. And you know what this means. We're, We're back. back. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah. So, really good to see you guys. Yeah, I did. Yeah. See. Because we kind of see. Because can't but actually can't. see you. I'm actually just looking at camera lens. But, but we're you, looking at you, too. You're there, kind of. We love you. Yeah, uh, anyway, they've already, they've already stopped watching. <laughs> so, we're 42 episodes deep. Heading to 50. Hopefully going to get there. That's right. Have a to party. 50. It's excited. Exciting. I said excited. <laughs> this is a good episode already. So, anyway. Yes. Hey, guys. We are back. Um, this is our Real Talk web series. We are excited to be here with you. And we're so thankful that you join us and tune in. <laughs> oh, man. Um... So yeah, if you don't know what Real Talk is, Real Talk is just an opportunity for us to sit down and talk about God, Bible, Christianity, faith, and how all that intermixes, and really just give an opportunity to talk about some topics that maybe we aren't always comfortable with in a church setting. That's right. Um, so up above, you're going to see two links. The first link is www.theremnant.live/real-talk. Go ahead and uh, click that. It's going to pop up a form fillable box. You can then type your question in, hit submit. And it's going to go anonymously into our database. Couldn't find you if we tried. Uh, also, there's another link below there, www.theremnant.life slash give. If you yes. were to click that, um, it will uh, take you to a donation page right from your phone. Yes. And we would love for you to join us. We're actually, um, you know, next week we're going to be kind of pushing that. Not pushing for people to give, but really that opportunity and, and maybe hopefully share some some stories about how it's impacted people. And Absolutely. If you want to partner with us, if this has blessed you in any way or even entertained you, if you consider even a dollar, that'd be great. You can do it right there from your phone. You can do it reoccurring in one time. It's fully tax deductible. And just in case you're listening on our new podcast format. Nice. And you can't just see it. I'll say that one more time. So in case you're, this, you're listening to this as a podcast, uh, the links are www.theremnant.life slash real-talk. And the other link to give is www.theremnant.life slash give. Nice. So if you are listening to a podcast that's exciting, we're trying to branch out. Absolutely. So it's a good time. Exciting time. And uh, yeah, so that's kind of where we're at and what we do. And we like to start off our episodes, our web series episodes, by just kind of catching up on our week. And yes. you know, I haven't talked a ton about our weeks, so this will be different than normal because normally yeah. by now we've had a couple conversations <clears throat> so i've been around you a lot but don't feel right. like we've had much real talk yet mm, that's good one of the things we've noticed is sometimes we have so much real talk on these web series that our normal interactions are like well, <laughs> <laughs> we've had a lot of real talk now so it that's just right. ends up with weird voices and nothing <laughs> so uh i get to start this week so how's your week been man i get to uh, ask so I'm going to try really hard not to sneeze. No. That's bad. Anyway, really? go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> um, I'm doing pretty good. I We had our morning service this past week, mm -hmm. uh, this, this past Sunday. and um, Which we do once a month. Yeah, that's right. Right now, just to that's try right. to reach a different crowd. Typically, our services are in the evening. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's, it's such a funny dynamic because you can tell that a lot of our church is not a morning church. <laughs> Yeah. But it's 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 also just it's a really beautiful thing because we know that we you know we sacrifice to come in early and wake up early to you know try to reach a new crowd of people and you can tell that despite some people not necessarily you know wanting to be there or you know they'd rather you know they're used to the afternoon so it's harder for them it's cool to see everyone come together and be excited and uh, you know just be a church family you know no matter what the time slot is so it's, it was just really encouraging and then also it was also our worship experience. Uh, and if anyone, if anyone 
if you're watching and you haven't came in uh, to one of our worship experiences, I really recommend it. It's super cool. Just kind of a different a different look at our, what Feel. our services can be like. Yeah. Uh, definitely a different vibe. Um, so I recommend that. But uh, we had it, and it was cool because it was just super moving, man. And, uh, you know, I was lucky enough to be a part of it. You know, just read a little poem piece that I put together for it. And overall, it was just a really emotional experience and uh, just special, you know. There's a lot of times when I personally can get caught up in the emotions of what church can be, even just for me personally. You know, I, especially since I've been here for a little longer now, I can really tend to focus so much on others, which is good to an extent. But a lot of the time, you know, I think I can lose sight of my own personal enjoyment of it, you know, mm. because I'm so worried about trying to make sure people are having the best experience they possibly can or just loving people. And so... um Kind of like what I say when I get up there for our, you know, our intros that we do. Um, I talk about, you know, what what would it be like if it was just you and God right now? And I definitely felt that this this Sunday, you know, and it was just, oof, it was overwhelming in the best kind of way. Um, I just knew there's times when you can feel like you believe it in your mind, but your heart, but does not. And that was one of those times where I felt like they both matched, you know. Mm. And I was like, whew, I was overwhelmed, and I just knew that man, what a, what a special thing Jesus did for us, and what a special, man, what a special person I am because He died for me, mm. you know. And it was just one of those, just a deep appreciation for everything, and uh, just kind of really put it, you know, a new set of, you know, just kind of gave me a new, a new set of vision, you know. And I've felt very at peace lately ever since that Sunday and I've found myself wanting to be way more intact with God, you know, especially prayer, you know, prayer can, is such an easy thing to, you know, start to lack in, uh, when you make this because you tend to just normalize everything the longer you're in this, which is sad. But, um, I've really felt that impact and I felt, you know, the spirit moving and that prompting me a lot more. And, mm -hmm. you know, and I think that's just because I've been living in it more, mm -hmm. you know, so I have that volume turned down more than usual, and I'm starting to hear him a lot more. Mm -hmm. It's a cool thing. So just feeling really good, man. You know, enjoying the conversations I've been having, a lot more meaningful conversations happening lately with people here and people not in the church, you know, and just super encouraging. So I've been good. Hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. I um, Speaking of this worship service, I got to hear... So we had different people read some scripture sections. The whole theme was kind of, he's the same God. Yeah. You know, the same God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and who split the Red Sea and let a boy kill a giant and all those things. You know, spoken in a burning bush, these miracles, is, is our God today. And that's, sometimes we forget that. Oh, yeah. We sort of modernize and take away that's from right. his, his majesty. I think mm -hmm. a lot of the burning bush where he says, you know, take your shoes off, you're on holy ground. And like, we go to church, and I don't know if we think about that this is holy mm -hmm. ground too, in the sense that, man... Living God is here, the Spirit. Anyway, That's right. all that to say, it was pretty cool. And um, yeah, I feel like I'm in the same boat. A lot of times, I'll even stand in the back because I'm trying to make sure everything's okay and there's nothing I need to take care of, you know, so other people can enjoy the service before I go. Well, this time I just sort of went up there after initial and just worshiped. It was really cool. Our worship team did an incredible job. Absolutely, incredible job. But I got to hear you and uh, Blake, another one of our guys. We call our Remnant House guys. And man, I tell you, I've said this before. Uh, and I think people probably think I say it because you're on here, but maybe the most proud thing I've ever I've done in my life is be able to 
pour into you guys and see your guys' growth and mm. and to watch you guys become the men that you are. <laughs> um, yeah, dude, it, it can make me emotional. It made me emotional that day for sure, and I can get emotional thinking about it now. So me too. really proud of you, man. And so good. <laughs> uh, really proud of Blake too, but really proud of you guys and love you a lot. And, hmm. um, you know, I was thinking, I don't even tell you guys, sometimes I'll sit around and I realize that I just – I don't know. I see you guys different than I even do a lot of other guys. Like I trust you and I like mm-hmm. you, I respect you, which is a big deal for me. You know, I um yeah, I don't know how to put it into words really because I'm a nerd so I can give nerd analogies that no one else will get, but you know, I love everybody at our church. I do. And yeah. there's a lot of men that I I trust, but when it comes to some of you guys like I just trust you, and I know you get it, and I know that. So now it's this weird thing of just watching that and being so proud, and like it's just crazy, man. And the same with a lot of guys. Jay, I know you know Grant. Um, recently, you know I don't want to miss anybody. Clint, Austin, a lot of these guys I'm close to, but just hearing you guys' stories was just, man, I love it. I love it. Love mm-hmm. watching it. Love hearing it. So that was really neat for me. Yeah. Um, and sort of honestly, man. You guys' lives, even, and a reminder to everyone out there, you don't realize the way that your lives are a testimony to people. Like, I know these guys, but when you tell your story, it it pointed me toward him because I see him in you guys and see how he's moving your lives, and it's a reminder that he is active still. So mm-hmm. that was really, really, really cool. Also, we did a little, like, we did sort of a party song at the end. Yeah. Let It Rain by Crowder. And, man, I remember, <laughs> which I got conned into singing in, but when I looked out, I close my eyes a lot because I'm not a train. And to see everybody like legitimately partying, man, almost, and just enjoy and laughing, smiling and dancing, it was just such yeah. a cool thing, man. That's another reason I closed my eyes. I started crying right in the middle. And I said, not you subbing, but uh, I was, <laughs> it was neat. It was a really, really good. If, if I'll tell you what, if you're a remnant member watching this, remnant person, church person, you know, that's who sponsors our show here, and you guys did not go to that. You missed out. For real. Um, I do know that Grant taped, recorded some, so maybe we'll yes. get that going too. That'll be exciting. But uh, man, it was a really great time. Really enjoyed it. Really, really enjoyed it. It was surreal. Yep. So, awesome job to our worship team if you're watching. For real. Just you guys the whole church family it. for a great atmosphere. Oh man, it was, like I said, it was special. You know, there was, you know, again, there was another moment, you know. I think I've talked about that before on this web series, talking about moments, key moments that happened and you just know God's in it, man. And like, you know, we were actually browsing through questions earlier. One thing that was mentioned was altar call, you know, Mm. and, uh, you know, we did an altar call for this and, you know, it's such a surreal moment when people, when, when you don't prompt people (laughs) to just to do, when, when they do something special, like in the middle of altar call and they stand up and they start worshiping and then another one stands and then another one and then another one. And then before you know it, you have, you know, half the room or even the whole room standing up worshiping during altar call. It's a special thing. Because, yeah. like like I said, like that's, that wasn't prompted. Nope. They didn't have to do that. The Spirit did that. And, like, man, it, that's an overwhelming thing. I remember I sat there. I, look, I, <laughs> I looked around, and I was like, oh, man, I just started bawling, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tears streaming down my face because I was like, man, God is so good. And these people, man, they feel it right now. And that's... Those are the moments that make you want to keep going, mm. no matter what you're doing, whatever your role is. It just mm. you know it's special and you know God's working, mm. and it's whew, man, it's awesome. It's so. good, yeah, man. Um, because AJ will forget my week has uh, 
He always does. Uh, did I not transition that earlier? You didn't, no. Oh, no. No, that I was, was just interacting with yours. That's right. That yeah. makes sense. Sure. Uh, <laughs> hey, if you've been a long time Real Talk viewer, you understand how this works. He it's does true. not care how my week went. Oh, my uh, goodness. So, uh, uh, week's been pretty pretty good, too. Yeah. For the most part. Man, thanks for me like trying to make up for it with that excitement <laughs> in that response. Um, yeah, I've been pondering some things. Trying to, you know me a lot. I ponder a lot about, if you're, again, a long-time viewer, I apologize, but you know that I we wrestled this a lot of just, man, I just, actually, was it you? You and I talked about this the other night, the idea that sometimes I feel like a, a weirdo, mm -hmm. or I feel like, I, you know what, I'll be real. Yeah. I gave the analogy, but I said, sometimes I feel like, I don't mean this arrogantly, but like in the world sense that like I am believing in something that a lot of people don't believe in mm -hmm. and and I'm like not in on the joke. Remember me saying this? Yep. So what I mean by that is like a lot of people say they believe it, but then when I pursue it right. the way that in my mind, I'm like, if, if this is real, which it is, it would affect my life. I pursue it that way. People think like look at me like I'm crazy because it's like a Truman show in their mind. They're like, well, this guy really believes this. Mm. And, um, which make, confuses me sometimes. Oh yeah. And uh, but then, and because in my mind, if I'm honest, I still am not living all the time like it's a hundred percent. Because what would that look like? Especially if I consider that the same God of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Moses, David is my God, and the crazy things they did, yep. and just the the way they lived. So you know me, I'm always thinking of ways of, man, I, you know, I want to that I need to grow and also. Um, amazed that he allows me despite me and I'm so flawed man I'm not being you know self-deprecating or falsely humble here I'm being honest I am mm -hmm. such in my mind I, I know all my flaws I know he knows them I'm such ugh, just you know disgusted with myself sometimes sometimes and mm -hmm. um, because I don't do what I want to do and do what I don't want to do That's in right. the areas I need to grow and for him to allow me to be a part of what he's allowed me to be a part of those are some of the moments when when his love busts through my walls of disbelief. I, so the, the, there's moments that, you know, I carry my own stuff of like, God can't love me this much. God can't forgive me. God doesn't want good for me because I've messed up here, here, and here. And if I, if I get out of line, he's going to punish me. And it's like, those are the walls I've built up to protect yeah. myself so I don't get let down when he does walk away from me, leave me not hurt me. And then his love just busts through those walls. And he's like, Hey, I still here. I still love you. And I still have uses for you. I'm still going to move in your life. And you know, you're not my enemy and all these things, because it's so easy for humanness to creep into the way we view him. Yeah. Right. So humans. So, you know, we've talked about this before, like God is love and it says he loves me, you know, and that he works all things for my good according to his purposes. And that, um, you know, all of those things are easy to say, but then there's times he busts through your life in a way and it's like, it's almost like your mind that doesn't want to, that is scared to believe it. And then he forces you mm -hmm. to face his love. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Otherwise I've lost like 25 of you. No, nah, man. I think that makes sense. I think so of that the, was cool. I think of the idea of, you know, when you talk, like you said, like, like this is the same God of Isaac and all the crazy things that... That they did, but some things they were gonna that they thought they were gonna have to do, like him sacrificing his own son. Like, yeah, you know, when you when you think of that, like, you know, we tend to look at that stuff 
from the outside looking in, like you know, like like we're in a, like we're watching through a window. We're like, oh, that's cool. But then when, like you said, kind of like when he busts through, when he when he busts at a window open and pulls you in there because because this is real life. It's true. Like it's different because now it's you. It's not them. It's you. You know. Yeah. That's, that's it, yeah. Now you're having hand. You're right. Exactly. It happens to me still. <laughs> so it's ah man, it's a wild thing. You know, it's and I think. And I feel like that can even happen with people who do their best to read the Bible, not just as a book. It can still happen to the people who read it as an actual guide to life. They can still take these people's stories and still kind of, uh, for lack of a better term, like make it a story. Like story. Like, that's not a, that's not a real word, AJ. I was gonna say story. Story eyes. <laughs> it's not a real word. <laughs> Word of the day. Hey, so, um, hey, it gets your point across. Right. So, like, I feel like even the people who, who do their best to do that, when, you know, they read something like that, they're like, okay, I'm going to try to apply this to my life. It's still, even when something crazy happens, whether it's good or bad, it's still, like, different. Because mm -hmm. it's it's still, it's, it's directly affecting you. You're not just reading it. So, it's very interesting. Yeah, and it becomes more real in that. Because yes. now you're having to... Um, like you said, like you, you can't just shake it off. Or, right. You have to deal with the feelings that come with it. Like you can look at, you know, all the stories in the Bible and you can try to, um, empathize with what those people might've been feeling, but you know, empathizing with what that feeling was and it is different than actually feeling, you know? So mm. very interesting. I, uh, going along with that kind of love and just who God is. So I was reading this week in Micah, which I don't read a lot of the prophets probably as much as I should and I won't go in too much into it but he's mm -hmm. essentially he's kind of talking God's talking to some of his people again because they've walked away from him yeah and uh so this is Micah 6 and I just think it's cool and I'll, I won't read it all but the heart of God which goes with his love too so it says now listen to what the Lord is saying rise plead your case before the mountains and let the hills hear your voice listen to the Lord's lawsuit so he's like in this picture of I'm bringing my case against you you mountains in the green foundation of the court as a case against his people, and he will argue it against Israel. My people, what have I done to you, or how have I wearied you? Testify against me. Indeed, I brought you up from the land of Egypt and redeemed you from that place of slavery. I sent Moses, Aaron, and Miriam ahead of you. My people remember what Balak, king of Moab, proposed, what Balaam, son of Beor, answered him, and what happened from Acacia Grove to Gilgal, so that you may acknowledge the Lord's righteous acts. What should I bring before the Lord when I come to bow before God on high? Should I come before him with burnt offerings, with year-old calves? Would the Lord be pleased with thousands of rams or 10,000 streams of oil? Should I give my firstborn for my transgression, the child of my body, for my own sin? He has told you, men, what is good. And what is it that the Lord requires of you? Only to act justly, to love faithfulness, and to walk humbly with your God. <laughs> and the idea of, you know, that whole picture of him saying, what have I done to deserve what you, you've turned your back on I me? Mean, did I not do this for you? Did I not do this for you? Mm -hmm. um, didn't I love you and save you and send, and, and redeem you? And then, so what? Now you want to you wanna pay your sins back? You want to make it up to me by doing all these things? All I want you to do, you know? And man, what the heart of God. And I, that was for me sometimes, right? Sometimes I can say to myself, Todd, why don't you trust me? Why don't, why don't you follow me when I've done this for you and that for you? Didn't I care you know on these my own specific life right and then him just as a reminder saying this is what i want you to do don't worry about 
So, man, it's really cool. He could have said anything there. He could have said, I want 10,000 sheep. I want you to just sacrifice this. I just want you to do this. You know, I want you to walk with me and love and be just and good. So, anyway, just kind of a cool moment I had that I've been wrestling with. Um, really want to, you know, be a good man that pushes people towards him. So, hopefully that all t- tethered together. If not, take what you will from it. <laughs> so... I have 1% here, and I didn't write them down, so we're going to have to move fast. Oh, boy. Okay. Um, and I, I think I threw my phone, so I don't even know if it would work if you sent them to me. <laughs> no, nah, we're, we're in trouble. So, um, uh, no, I don't think the we, charger... We're never prepared. Oh, wait. Oh, Wait a second. We might have some guy. It's never going to reach. Um, I'm going down. At least get to this one. So, here's the... We do have a couple questions today. Mm-hmm. One is a, a classic, and then we'll go with today's. I really gotcha. Well, before we do, I suppose I just want to give you a chance. I don't want to. I don't want to uh, move on too quick or be awkward about it. I don't know if you had any thoughts. Or... No, man, that was just. It kind of goes back every single time, man. I'm just. I like to sit back and I just like to absorb what you know what you're saying because you've got a lot of wisdom, man, and like you you're always saying great things and. A lot of the time, you know, I'm just in straight learn mode <laughs> when you're speaking. So um, it's all good stuff. And I mean, that's, it goes back to, you know, it's simplistic, but it's still hard to do. Oh, man, aren't you kidding? What and, an awesome, um, awesome fun guy coming through. That's right. Yeah, it's it's very simplistic values, but very hard to do. You know, and I think that's why it's interesting how Jesus talks about, um, you know, do these two, you know, do these two things and it'll, everything else will fall into them when you do them. Um, and it makes sense because he says, love God and love others. And, you know, through all these, you'll fulfill all the other laws. And I'm like, man, that makes so much sense because even though he's saying just do these two things, I think, you know, I think he knew like, yes, I'm telling you to do just these two things, but it's going to take a lot. That's 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 way more than you you probably think, you know. So, Dude, this just is so true. So cool. Uh, well, our question for today, I kind of like moving forward, is why do people say "bless you" after someone sneezes? Is it a religious thing, a biblical thing, or just custom to our society? I love this. I know this might be strange, but do I have to be blessed to sneeze? <laughs> this is actually a really interesting question. I had a I had a similar question when I first became a when I was first coming to church and, and I was a Christian and everything, um, I always asked why people remove their hats during prayer. Um, very similar question. Same with like even like the national anthem. Like people are like, remove your caps, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so that makes me think of it as a cultural thing. Um, when you say, you know, to go back to sneezing, um, I don't know, man. That's a, I, I don't know. A couple things that I've heard and read before. Um, I had heard before that it had to do with um, when you sneeze. This is old, ancient custom. Oh. You're letting out. You could almost be letting your soul out, and something could come in. So you mm. need to bless it so that doesn't it seals it off. But I also did some research and found out that apparently, when the plague was really high, one of the popes, and I believe it was Pope Gregory, Gregory, Pope Gregory the first, um, because people were having he he called for unceasing prayer. We need to pray about this, and also he said. He commanded that whenever someone sneezed to say, God bless you, because sneezing was typically one of the first signs of a plague to them. Really? So he was saying, like, hoping that it would bless them and stop them from 
dying. Jeez. So, you know, and then over time it just becomes almost a uh, polite manner in society. Yes. So as far as biblical, there's no biblical support for that. I think right. now it's just a cultural thing that shows um, politeness that we care. Yeah, mannerism. Yeah, I so agree. I don't think it, 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 well, there's no think to it. It doesn't have any religious connotation. It's not bad if you don't have to be blessed to sneeze. Right. Or, because what then what happens when you're alone and you sneeze, you know? Right. What are you so supposed to do? It's just an acknowledgement, I think, of the other person nowadays. I always know? heard I heard multiple people talk about that when you sneeze, your heart actually stops for a second. I've also heard that. Yeah. So like when it like restarts, like oh bless you, because it's like oh you know, yeah, similar thoughts. Scary so. moment. So there's your answer. No, no uh, necessary religious connotation other than supposedly the Pope Gregory the first commanded it as a protection against you know the plague sort of. Wow. Or uh, a blessing. The plague, and then there are other customs, other that something to do uh, with the idea that you know your soul could be mm-hmm. um, in danger at that moment of being the devil coming in or something. So, and now, so pretty much now, it's just customary as a sign of respect, right. kind of an acknowledgement of you. You know, mm-hmm. you're sneezing, I hear you, I'm here. Hey, God bless you. Well, well, what's hope. the other word people say now? Mm-hmm. Zoom tight or whatever, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I think that's just in French or something. Uh, something like that. I don't know. Oh, you're Frenchy, wrong. huh? Frenchy. Um, well, Pope Gregory, I just want to give you a shout out if you can ever hear me. Well, he is no longer alive, but yeah, feel free to keep. <laughs> Listen, man, if you're looking down right now, <laughs> you are a game changer in culture because we still say it this to this day. Yep. Shout out to Pope Gregory. <laughs> oh, all right. Um, I'm trying to. Okay, here we go. You pull up here. Ooh, um, excuse me, that was a harsh. Go ahead and read. Okay, so the question I have here is: okay. um, How do I get myself to put my faith back into God when I followed Him in the past and it severely hurt me? Mm. We don't have any details on you know how that happened, but right. we can usually mm-hmm. guess. Unfortunately. So, the first thing I think of when I hear something like this is. This could have been a new believer, or this is a new believer, and they finally made that, they made that uh, commitment, you know, that decision to commit to God and you know actually follow and live it out, um, and it cost them. Mm. Um, one of the first sermons I actually ever heard going to them, it was called it was called "Count the Costs," mm. and I remember. It kind of, you know, I didn't fully understand it then, but I definitely understand it now. Um, but, you know, when you commit your life to Christ, you got to understand that it's a sacrificial life. And, you know, you do have to count the cost because things are going to have to be sacrificed. Things are, you know, it's going to happen. That's just it. And if you go into truly trying to follow God with while you're putting something above God, it's mm. it's going to, it's not going to, it's not going to last. It's going to fall apart. That can be a relationship, a job, literally anything. Um and he does it out of love because I think, you know, obviously God knows us better than ourselves. He knows how we work and he understands that he needs to be first, you know. Um, so even with me, I have experience in that, you know, with, you know, relationships and women. You know, I went into Christianity still putting that as my God. I was putting it over God and God was like, well, I have to take this away from you so you understand that I have to be above this and I'll give it back when you're ready. And so um, it sounds like this is that's something similar to what happened. So, uh you just have to, you have to realize and come to come to terms that God is God. He's just. He is good, and he he knows what's best for you. Um, so you just got to pick yourself up, uh, surround yourself with good people who can encourage you in that, 
and uh, just keep moving. And I, you know, my hope for you is that, like me, uh, I I saw that eventually, and I knew, okay, this is good. And that's when my my growth really started to skyrocket. So, um, thanks for thanks for asking the question. Yeah, yeah, I think that's really good, man. And uh, the other the other thing that I could see happening here happens a lot is mm-hmm. what they mean is that the church or other Christians heard them too. Yeah. And, and what I can say to that is uh, I've been there. Um, but I think what you said, so a lot of times when that happens, what you have to be honest with is that one of two things happen. Either when you came to know or put your faith in Jesus, you didn't, you put your faith in that church or that person Ooh, that's and people will let you down. Mm-hmm. People, um, there are people out there that say they're Christians and aren't. And then they end up speaking for God. And then you, if you don't know and you're not in the word to know what he says, their words can become truth to you and then break you down and hurt you. Maybe you messed up. You, you had a sin issue. And instead of coming beside you and walking it out with you, they cast you out and they want anything to do with you. And, um, you know, all those kinds of things. Uh, and a lot of times it is, or a lot of times, so many people have walked away from the church because they have been hurt by people in the church. Mm. And that's unfortunate and that's real. And I don't want to make light of that, but... This is so important. Even the church is not Christ. Um, and it should be better. And, it, and we need to be better. And we need to, if we've lived like him, it's, when we live like him, it's the most beautiful thing. But you, you have to follow him. And you have to know him, which is in here and in prayer. And um, So how do you find your way back to him? You go back to him. You know, you acknowledge the hurt. And you go to scripture. And, you know, you find a community of believers that want to support you and push you and walk beside you and by the way don't find a place where they are just okay with with you with where you're at but who will love you where you're at but also always be striving to help you be who you're supposed to be Mm. and a lot of times you know i don't know your specific situation but i think um, the biggest thing is remembering that jesus is the one we follow christ is who we put our faith in not people and if you put that doesn't mean that those hurts they humans or churches or pastors or whoever else's cause aren't real and i'm sorry but even when they let us down even when they turn their back on us even when they maybe wrongly accuse us or hurt us he doesn't Mm. he never leaves you and you're in good company sometimes um when people around you uh, are condemning you because jesus said um, if they hate me they'll hate you too sometimes so you know i don't know where you're at maybe you need to examine your heart and see have I really put my faith in him or mm-hmm. did I put my faith in his, in a building or in a group of people? Because he'll never let you down. So mm. I encourage you to go read the gospel of John. I always tell that to people. It's a good place to start. I'm reading John right now. Yeah. And just remember who Jesus is. And uh, I think that'll make a huge difference on your way, on your journey back. That's good. And man. finding people that maybe you do respect that are on the, as believers. I do think finding a church home is important. Yes. Um, you know, in scriptural as well. So hopefully that encourages you. But God does love you, and even when you feel like you've fallen away from Him, especially if you truly put your faith in Him, He is still in the same place He was when you turned your back on Him, right behind you, ready to embrace you and take you home and tell you He loves you. So um, you're never too far gone for Jesus. That's a fact. And if someone tells you that, they're fibbing. That's right. So yeah, I think that's fibber, kind of the gist of it today. Uh, You got any thoughts, closing thoughts or anything? Um. Yes, uh, thank you guys so much. Um, make sure you guys are checking out some of our other media we have coming out. Um, 
we're definitely trying to make the jump to making a bunch of other stuff that isn't just real talk. Um, mm -hmm. I know we've talked about, we've mentioned before, like a Kickstarter. Uh, we've mentioned, you know, some short films and, you know, stuff like that. Um, so be on the lookout. Uh, we also have quick clips that are floating around on our page. If you go to our videos, we actually have a playlist. Uh, we have real talk playlists and we also have quick clips. Uh, sh like that stuff, comment on it, share it. We can see all of it. Uh, if you want to start a dialogue on anything, please do. Um, let's just get that stuff out there to people who need to see it. You know, social media, I've said it before, social media can be so negative sometimes and it can look so, you know, plastic. You know, let's rip that plastic away and give them something real. Nice, um, I like that. So, yeah, share us around. You know, it's not for us. It's not for, you know, our own personal game. We're doing this for the kingdom. So, uh, that's right. Kill us for the kingdom. People want t-shirts? Hello, cool J. Let us know. <laughs> <laughs> the hell cool J thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, so thank you guys, uh, and I love you so much. Thanks for being faithful to this ministry. You're amazing. Yeah, not much to add there. Uh, reminder of the links above again. Uh, shoot us some questions. That's kind of slowed down a little bit. So get yeah. up there, shoot us a topic or a question. We need questions. www.theremnant.life/real talk. If you're on a podcast, that's open to you too. You can do it right from your phone. Also, um, if this is blessing you in any way, please truly take a second. I know what your tendency is. You're already you're already clicking off the video. Just take a second, and consider. You know, has this blessed me? Do I want to contribute? Especially if you uh, don't attend this church. You know, yeah. um, we'd love to 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 be encouraged by getting that support and knowing. Uh, but regardless, we'd love to see your comments and questions. And uh, below, we interact with those. We where it's encouraging. Would you like and share this video too? Because you know, it just helps us reach more people. If you haven't liked our page. Uh, this Real Talk is really sponsored by our church, the Remnant Church here in Columbia City, Indiana. That's right. Go click like, follow, and see first. Boom. You're a pro. And eh, I don't know about that, but we've said it a lot. <laughs> so uh, other than that, hey, we're really excited to see you guys. We'll be going live on Thanksgiving Boom. evening. Uh, Real Talk live on Thanksgiving evening at 9 p.m. Pretty, pretty fun stuff happening. And oh, then yeah. next week, big week for Real Talk. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, We'll talk more about it on Thursday, but big week for Real Talk. A lot of some different stuff coming out. We're gonna do. We're not entirely sure what it's gonna look like. We're gonna do some crazy things. It's time to, time to heat up. Get real. <laughs> Chase the heat. Nice. In case Johnny's watching. Yeah. Shout out to Johnny Scoville. Yeah. There you go. Go check him out on YouTube. He eats hot stuff. It's cool. Yeah. Hey, we love you. Yeah. Shout us out, Johnny. Just kidding. <laughs> you know, seriously. Thank you guys so much. Uh, other than that, yeah, like I said, like, share, and um, we hope you guys have a great day. Truly, we love you, and God bless. <laughs>